Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. What's up, buddy? There she goes. And charisma. I've, man, stop it. Stop it. You got you got you you got all the charisma on the planet. That's our big homie. Our big homie oh, well, TK. By the way, Trista Crick. By the way, I'm I'm glad that uh like whatever his name is, Avi17224 has decided to turn off D'Lo and Casey right now because it is my my weekly hit. See, what so, did I what did I tell you about that? Dude, well, what did I tell you stop about? Stop being petty. You said, Trista, stop being petty. No, stop. it's don't argue these, with people on Twitter. Hey. What Jay-Z say? People can't tell from a, people from a distance can't tell who was who. I think they who. can. I think they can. Well, they can, but, but especially uh, in that case because that was a bad one. What, one of my rules, and the reason why I didn't respond to that because one of my rules is, I mean, I hate to be this way because I'm not like the Don Dada of Twitter, but you got to have a certain number of followers for for me to respond to you. No. You, ju- you just got to. You got. What's to. the number? More than zero. It can't be definitely three. More than yeah, definitely yeah, more than three. zero. I'm thinking. I'm not too bougie with it. Like if you got, I'll put the number of five hundred, maybe a little less than that, maybe three hundred. It's fine to ever get a response. I still might ignore you at three hundred. But if you got 300, you might get a response. That means, like, if you have 10, that means your family doesn't even care what you think. (laughs) Like, like your closest friends don't care. What's the amount that you guys will will have to respond? Is there a number where it's like, oh, I should probably, I should probably respond to this. Is it like, that's a good question. Like I never thought about that. Doesn't ex- it, it doesn't like, exist. It doesn't I ne- exist. I never thought I don't about care that. about Twitter. I posted something sense. about Lamar, and I couldn't believe how many people. Well, Lamar didn't throw the interceptions. Yeah, no kidding. Like that's the point. Like no one's talking about the 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 fumble at the goal line. No one's talking about the four personal fouls. They're talking about whether Lamar can get it done as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I was like, I'm done. I'm never tweeting a thought on Twitter. I, have a, I, I talk on the radio for seven hours. <laughs> I can provide all of the context in the world to what I have to say. I'm not going to confine, confine my thoughts to 280 characters or whatever it is. Yeah. That whole app can kiss my ass. Well, I don't know why you're being that way to Twitter. It's trash. I enjoy it. X I can trash. tell Kenny enjoys it a lot. Actually. Well, I especially when the Niners win. That's when it's really fun. It's, it's a great time. I hate that app. Do you it's feel like it idiots. will be a good ride and you'll feel gratified when the Chiefs win by seven 
at this in the Super Bowl? Like, will that be okay? Because that's inevitably what's going to happen. Well, I mean, we got to make sure the Chiefs can score seven points first. That's the, that's the dirty little secret about this Chiefs team. Offense is a little sus. Defense is a lot better than in the past. So the offense is a little, eh. We'll see. We'll see. And that's crazy to say because they've got two goats on their team with Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But as a total offense, they might not be better than the Packers or the Lions. They're definitely not better than the Lions offensively. Definitely not better than the Lions. But they've got Mahomes, and that's the great equalizer, like Denzel. Or Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah, Queen Latifah, yeah. I feel like you've been wanting to go at Kenny regarding the 49ers for a couple of weeks, so I'm yeah. just going to sit here and let you guys talk. I don't, I don't dislike also, the Niners. Also, just real quick. How are you feeling? Because I did still not good. Still kind of not good, honestly. Mm. Like I'm, I'm working, but I've got like this, this headache here that just won't go away. Mm. Just won't. I should probably see someone. I, I think it's time. Is it a sinus thing? Well, the weather's been so crazy here. It snowed uh, not last Friday, but the Friday before mm. a foot, and then seven days later, joke. It was 82. Damn. And now it's, I woke up this morning and it was 31. So I can't keep up with the schizophrenia of this weather. Mm. And my sinuses can't either. So I can feel as soon as the barometric pressure is changing, my head starts to just kind of. I know. I know how that could be. Can I point out you didn't get sick either time you came to Sacramento? No. I did not. So I, I just, felt great. I feel like lessons should be learned. This is a teaching moment. Like you go hang out with Bill's Mafia, and this is what happens. Mm-hmm. You come it's hang true. out with, with, with D-Lo and KC in the chat. You, just, you leave happy. I should probably find a time to come out. Yeah, yeah that's, it's, it's been Absolutely. waiting all year for you to say that. <laughs> I, I haven't oh, gone to gone. any games, though. You haven't gone to any basketball games? No, I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere. I've only gone. I haven't even gone to any football games. I've gone to nothing. Oh, that's I got right. Sick, didn't even I, go to the Bills. Game. Yeah, I don't know that we Watched mentioned it from that. The hotel. She didn't make it to the Bills Chiefs game because <laughs> she was projectile vomiting at a restaurant before the game. Poor Trista. It was so bad, so embarrassing. All of a sudden, I got like ghost white, and I'm like taking layers off, and I'm feeling something behind my ears, and I'm like. Oh, I need to sit down somewhere cold. It's getting really hot. I sat down. I went to the bathroom and just like sat down on like one of their little like, you know, like, you know, women's rooms have like a little cushion thing. And then I'm just like, whoo, okay. You don't, yeah, you don't know. No, I don't. don't (laughs) We we don't have those, but good for you guys. We have like chairs and stuff, like stools. We don't have that. So then I was like, well, we should probably not eat i should go home and battle home back to the hotel and mm-hmm. watch this game and so yeah i didn't even get to go eight that hour sucks. drive each way oh you drove Boy. nothing oh drove. that sucks mm. well, so i hope you feel better but i'll be in portland i'll be in portland right after the super bowl so i'm wondering maybe i can pop down i'll be there two weeks it's an aggressive thought but maybe I can pop down. Well, pop down. I'm surprised you're not going to Portland tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, 
For those that don't I know, Dame, Dame Lillard's return. Tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to be crying in the club. Well, it's all right. There's got to have a tissue box. I know they're going to do a, a one hell of a tribute video for him. Mm -hmm. He says he thinks he's going to be a blazer again someday. Which was he a really bizarre that. thing to say. I don't know say. why he would think that. That was a very bizarre thing to say, like he the day after you signed with your team. Times. Yeah. It's, it kind of reminds me when, like, of a relationship where a guy or a girl breaks up with the other one and they're like, but I think we'll still end up together <laughs> at the end. You know? And it's like, but what if I'm, I'm moving on? Yeah, you just no, think you I'm going to go bang everything in sight, and then when I'm done, <laughs> I'll come see you again. It's absurd. Like, you know my heart is with you, baby, but, like. <laughs> other parts of me are elsewhere, longer. so yeah. <laughs> I'll holler at you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Dame is thinking there. But, yeah, man, come on down. Come on down. Come but the, for those that don't know the origins of this, is Trista thinks I'm absolutely crazy for saying Brock Purdy mm -hmm. is on Josh Allen's level. And I think she's crazy for dismissing it. What is what – is, uh, what is What is uh, – give me some, some – like if we were breaking down who's better at this, who's better at that. Give me Josh Allen, what he's better at Brock Purdy then. I think he's better at dealing with less, right? I think that's kind of the main thing. Brock Purdy's had a lot of weapons. Without Debo Samuel and without Trent Williams, I think Brock Purdy's just not nearly as effective, at, especially in like third and long situations. I think Josh Allen's tremendous in third and long situations. We saw that all last year. I think he was number one in the NFL at converting like third and sevens or longer. And so I think that Stefan Diggs ain't no no good. Well, I mean, it's not it's Stefan Diggs and who else? So so Stefan Diggs better than any of the 49ers receivers. Any and all of them. Not this year, no. Mm, now we're talking about the No, I mean if you look at Stefan Diggs's numbers and what he's getting with it, like his no, I think Ayuk I would I think Josh Allen would rather have Ayuk right now. Than Stephon Diggs, I think he would rather have Debo Samuel right now than Stephon mm. Diggs. I think he'd rather, yeah, I think he'd probably obviously rather have Christian McCaffrey than than James Cook. He's much more dynamic receiver out of the backfield, can do a lot more things. He's just a better back. I like James Cook plenty. I I think Josh Allen is is a is a hell of a quarterback, and I think a lot of people talked about thought about what I said as a diss to Josh Allen, and it definitely wasn't that. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, I don't think he's as good as everybody tries to say he is, but I think he's a he's a damn good quarterback. I just think Brock Purdy's on that same level. But Josh Allen is a top three quarterback in the NFL, and that are you saying that that Brock Purdy is is a top five, top three quarterback? I think Brock in the Purdy NFL is absolutely right a top five quarterback in this league, and I think, like I said, Josh Allen. The, the one thing that people like they almost treat him like Favre, where they like they just kind of ignore that Josh Allen does stupid stuff, like almost all the time when the games are on the line. He'll just throw it into triple coverage. Like, ah, he's a gunslinger. Like, like that's okay. <laughs> like, they just ignore And it's not once, twice, every now and then. He does it all the time. And they're like, ah, that's fine. I think, I think you're right about that, and I think that Josh Allen's decision-making is much, much worse than Brock Purdy's. But I think Josh Allen can throw dots on the field that Brock Purdy just cannot. Ooh, make. I disagree. I think Josh Allen has a stronger arm, but – I, I look, I watched every throw Purdy's ever made in his, in his life. He, three, four times a game, puts it where you couldn't walk it in a better position. Like that Jawan Jennings one they always talk about against the Packers, he does that three, four times a game.
like all the time. I like Brock pretty fine. We're gonna have to. And see I like Josh Allen fine. <laughs> We're going like, to have to, whoa, 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 it's whoa, 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 It's like one year. What you did know? you just say? We're going to have to see what? We're going to have to see about that. Oh, we're going to have to see about that. Okay. All right. What did you think I said? I thought you said we're going to have to see how he does under pressure. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Trista Clark. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. That's a wild take after the weekend we had, but Keyshawn right. Crick. Oh, I don't mean I don't mean I, I did say that, but I don't mean pressure like emotional pressure. I mean they're Oh, you did say that. Heat. I think I did say that. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna have right. to see how he does not under like emotional pressure. I think he's actually really good at being poised. But like when he's on his back, which is happening, he's gonna be Chris Jones is putting that boy on his I, back. I mean, people hate when you bring up stats, but I mean he's like the number one quarterback under pressure in the league. Like statistics. Well, I think under, under like he's number one. All this other stuff. He's number one against the blitz, but not I'm against under pressure. National. No, under under pressure. Let's try under, this. He's, not, he's like top, literally Tristan's top five in like every passing category. Every, every anyone that you can think of, uh, down the field, uh, under pressure, on third down, he's number one in all or num- top five in all of them. Why do you think people work so hard to disparage Brock Purdy? Mm. I think it's probably it's fair. It's a fair question. I think that there's healthy skepticism that Kyle Shanahan can make mediocre quarterbacks look very good. And I think it probably has less to do with Brock Purdy than it has to do with where he was drafted and Jimmy Garoppolo post. Jimmy Garoppolo never looked like this. No, but the team succeeded, right? Mm-hmm. And and Kyle Shanahan protected Jimmy Garoppolo in ways we weren't necessarily aware of. Brock Purdy's not throwing the ball eight times in the NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was Brock Purdy in that NFC Championship game was was absolutely jaw dropping. That's what I thought Lamar Jackson was going to do oh, against the Chiefs, right? He looked he was scampering. He was out there. He made some he made some decisions with his legs that absolutely won them the game. Mm-hmm. But I think that the skepticism is the sample size, whether he can do that with less. And he's never going to have to need to, really. You're never going to ha- we're never going to know what he's like with less weapons because the Niners are always going to have them. The the interesting thing about that is and I think when Trey Wingo was here, he talked about like when Josh didn't have all the weapons and they asked him to do a lot, he struggled, they struggled. And when they took things off his plate and said, hey, run the ball, we're not going to ask you to throw it as much, that's when the team won. So that's like, that's that's a, that's basically saying he can't do it. Like he's not, he ain't him. Mm-hmm. He, I, don't, I don't think that, but if I was making an argument, like he's not him. He's not somebody that can elevate and take people to another level. They need to dial things back. They need to dumb it down for him to get wins. And if that were to happen with Brock, it'd be looked at as a negative. Josh Allen just uh, figured it out. He's a leader now. So, like I said, it's not necessarily Brock versus Josh. It's just I think think a lot of these guys are good. Like, I think Brock is as good as Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen, um, some of these other guys. But that's because I think Brock Purdy is good, not because I think those guys are bad. I, I just go back. You to, would take, you would take Brock Purdy over 
everyone in the NFL but who? Um, I mean, that's I mean, that's that's tough to say because I'm not blind to the physical traits that Josh or name another top flight QB has over Brock Purdy. Like it looks like this would be crazy with Kyle Shanahan. So I I get that, but the only the only two that I definitively have over him right now is Mahomes and Lamar. I think he's in a I think he's in a group with Josh with Joe Burrow. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting another quarterback that that I think is up there as well. But I think you know there's another four or five quarterbacks that are like in Dallas that puts up good numbers. Uh, he, he better than Dak. He better than Dak. But uh, there and Dak is in that group though, right? So Dak is in like that group of like four or five quarterbacks that I think Brock is in. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't think, but you could also say the same thing about Lamar. Then, really, you could I, say the well, exact same thing that you're saying about about Josh Allen about Lamar. That's that's the argument, and I'm not making that, but that's the same exact argument. I understand. Well, they're all dumb arguments too, because like you 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 want a quarterback to have a good offensive line, and when they don't, you complain about it. You want a quarterback to have a good wide receiving core, a la Lamar Jackson, and when you don't, you complain about it, a la Lamar Jackson. Like, the fact that Brock Purdy has all of these things to stay. It's like they wanted Brock to go through growing pains. You got to yeah. pay your dues, kid. Like, no, bro, I don't. I am. I was the last pick on a fantastic franchise. I don't have to pay my dues. When you're drafted by the goddamn Panthers, sorry, buddy, you're going to go through it for a few years. Yeah. But you know what you get for that? About $50 million. I got about six bucks in my bank account, and I'm going to the Super Bowl. That's the difference on where we were drafted. But he's about to get paid. He's yeah, but he can't. Yeah, he, he, he can't. He can't even get paid. He for can't like get two paid. Years. No, but I mean, like when he's extension eligible, oh, which yeah. is like They're two years from now. Oh, yeah, hopefully he can Rock say he's Curry's a Super Bowl quarterback. Paid handsomely. Yeah, it's insane. That man. They. I, I think they can give him like a. I think the only way he gets a boost is if he wins like an MVP. If he wins the MVP <laughs> That's award, crazy. Like this, this what's he make? Like three hundred thousand, six hundred thousand. I think it's close to like eight or nine. Kenny signed still, for more than that last no, year. Listen to this guy. It's what's crazy. This guy, what's this guy talking about? I think Kenny's crib is nicer than Brock. <laughs> it probably. I've been to Kenny's <laughs> house. It definitely guy. is. It that you should see the floors. The floors are amazing. I think they like, heat Rob up. Brock Purdy still has IKEA furniture. I, he hey, yo, he got a roommate. Hey, dude, is there a, is there a De'Aaron Fox just roaming around my house? Well, that's, it's just a woods thing. It's just a, <laughs> what part of the country I'm in. It's not like a, speaking I don't of, think like trees and animals are an indication of wealth. I don't think there's a positive land acreage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She got her forty Sam, acres in the middle. She got her Straight fox. <laughs> little, little pet fox outside of Trista's house. Uh, speaking of uh, the real De'Aaron Fox, since the last time we've talked to you, there have been two distinctively different Sacramento Kings teams. Mm. There was one that lost four straight. There's the one now that is in the midst of a four-game winning streak. We're back to nine games over 500. We're back to the fifth spot. Trista, I don't know what any of this means. I don't think we're going to know until the postseason what this team is. I think you're going through growing pains where one day we hate Harrison Barnes. No. The next day he's putting up almost 40. Well. Like one day we hate Kevon Herter and he's Kevin. <laughs> 
And then the next day, he's red velvet. So I don't really know what to make of it, except for that we know that Sabonis is very good. Like what, 26 rebounds last yeah, night? 24 rebounds? Yeah, 26, 20, 26. 26 rebounds. He could have had 30. It was like, I think it was 24 and three quarters. I was... I was on Sabonis rebound watch. I think he had and 16 yeah, he at the half. half. Yeah. So he blew yeah. past his prop. There was a you lot know, of You know shots. he's very good. You know you need a backup big most likely. Probably. I don't know if that happens. You probably need to upgrade that wing. Will it happen? Won't it happen? Who knows what Monty's thinking? There's not that many teams that are selling things of value without trying to fleece you. Right. And I don't think Monty wants to get fleeced. So this is probably the team that you see in the postseason. Mm-hmm. How they play is all about the others. We need Kavon to be what he was last season in the middle of the season game winners. You need Keegan Murray to be who he's been at his best. You need Harrison Barnes to be serviceable. And if you can do that, like there's a lot of good matchups that you could see. You're in the middle of the pack in the West. Well, that's pretty much what it is. You know, and that's that's kind of where I end up um, going with this whole thing, especially since Harrison Barnes, I'm not asking him to have 30, but at least he finally shows he's got a pulse. Like last night he had 12, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, uh, that's cool. Like, I just can't have you playing 29 minutes with no rebounds, one point, one shot up. Like, uh, that's detrimental. I can have you getting 12. You know, that's that's fine. But to your other point, for what you would need to, like, take you to another level, I don't think that's really available for a friendly price right now. So the best bet might be just keep keep your assets, keep your team together, see what you can do this season, and then maybe make some decisions in Will and Dylan in the summer. But I, like you said, the moves that I think might happen might be a backup big or, you know, if Caruso wasn't going for nine first rounders, maybe no. somebody like that, the, a backup uh, guard or something like that. But I don't see nothing big really happening at this point. Yeah, there's no wings that you can really go after mm-hmm. at all. So the only thing that I could see happening is maybe shedding someone that you don't need to try to pick up picks or you know other things that you can flip later not being i don't see being buyers at the deadline because i think money's just too smart for that truthfully i don't think there's a not need player though i mean They're some right. people might argue your buddy uh yeah Davion, I know. I but i i don't that. know that i'd argue that like right now especially if mike is leaning towards davion over keon moving forward and I think that Davion, even without like a huge point total, has been productive in every minute that he's played since getting back into the lineup a handful of games ago. He he's just a hard worker, man. Yeah. He's gonna defend every night. We saw what his his upside defensively is, which was game one and game two against Steph. He made Steph's life a living hell. We watched it up close. Mm-hmm. Steph was visibly as impacted as you could probably get him to be, right? For someone that's Davion's size. Davion's not like some sort of athletic monster, but his technique defending like point of attack is is very important in in postseason play. I agree. 
I've been I and I understand the reasons why he didn't get playing time or maybe people, you know, went away from him because it's offense or whatever. I don't know, man. I just still believe like you just mentioned Trenton Damian, you you mentioned the same thing. I just feel like he's a he's a guy that you can win with if he's in the rotation. Like I thought he should be getting playing time when he was getting DMPs mm-hmm. and now that he's here is he playing lights out? I wouldn't say that, but I think he's helping. Playing fine. Yeah. He, I think he's helping. I think he's good in in that role. I, I would. I, I I'm in a minority. I wouldn't even think about trading Davion. Do you think De'Aaron makes the All Star team? Do you think De'Aaron and or Domas make the All Star team? I think Domas makes it, and De'Aaron does not. Mm. What what you thinking it's on? That? Why are you thinking that? I mean, you just look at, like, who's going to go ahead of him. And I was looking at some reserve information. And for whatever reason, when I open another tab, you guys start to glitch out. So it's just going to be kind of off the top of my head. And if you look at, like, I don't know why. Not sure. It's Not very tab-friendly today. I, I, I guess that's what it is. Maybe just my De'Aaron, Wi-Fi limit. De'Aaron the Fox is messing with the internet connection today. Chewing on the course. He could very, very well. And, and you know what? It's a fox. I would let him. That's his do, do, do not reprimand the fox. That's his. Uh, yeah, don't say a word. Now. Just be like, "Hey, keep it pushing. Yeah. I got you later." Um, so yeah, I just think there's gonna be. I don't think that there's a scenario where the Kings get two All Stars in again. Like I just don't. I don't see that being the case. It's tough to get multiple All Stars from one. The team. Lakers will. Oh. It's LeBron. You can't mess with LeBron's streak. You can mess with no, AD. No, LeBron is a LeBron is a worthy all-star. Yeah, you can mess with AD. But AD's been playing pretty damn well. Yeah, AD's been playing and, fine. And he hasn't missed that many games either. And that's kind of how we measure AD, right? Well, how Phoenix, effective are you? Then Phoenix is getting two. Yeah. And that's so, I don't know. So what are we talking about? I don't about? know what you do there. I don't know what you do no, there. No, like because so, but you but that's the but that's the thing. Anthony Davis is so, worthy okay, of being so, an all-star. Kevin. So uh, Phoenix gets two. Phoenix gets two. Minnesota. If you start giving everybody two. But I'm it's not everybody. It it's not everybody. See that? Clippers are going to get two. Uh, well, you know what the conundrum is, Tristan. Probably, maybe even three. Well, that, well three. That yeah, would well, be a travesty. Yeah, I'd boycott absurd. the uh, all-star game. But you know what the, the real issue is? I'd like to know your take on this. The real issue is, with all due respect, Steph Curry playing in the All-Star game. Yeah. You, you're co-signing that? Well, I mean, it's not an issue. It's just a math thing. How many guards, how many good guards are there in the West? How many good bigs are there in the West? Sabonis is, to me, like the second best big in the West. So he's just So that's, get, boom, get that's easy. It's Jokic. Sabonis, AD, boom, that's easy. That ends that. What's next? <laughs> so then you've got, obviously, you've got Shea. You've got Luca, who are starters. Mm-hmm. Steph will get in. Yeah, he Devin, is, he is. Devin Booker will get in. Mm-hmm. You've got, who else will get in? You'll get uh, Kawhi will get Kawhi in. Kawhi will get Probably in. PG. Ant-Man. PG will get in. Ant-Man. Ant-Man will get in. That's seven. I think PG's a question mark. I think Paul George is a question mark. But. That's where the stupid, that's where this idiocy comes in is, are you an all-star player or are you not? 
or we have to start looking at what team you're on because the Los Angeles Clippers might be the best team in the Western Conference. They're one of the best teams in the Western Conference, and the Sacramento Kings aren't. Mm. And that's how this is going to be looked at at some point. For sure. And let's be real. There shouldn't be the limited rosters. If the if if it's 15 in, in a real NBA, it should be 15 mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. I agree. shouldn't be 12. I agree. The the other thing, too, that I, I think is this is the coaches. And Fox if the coaches do look at this situation, because Damian pulled it up um, earlier, that if – what was it exactly? The, the – if neither one of them made it, right, mm-hmm. that the Kings would be the only team in each conference with a, a, in, in the, the top, top six, six that wouldn't have an all-star. So I think the coaches will look at this thing and be like, well, we got to put somebody in there. And I think they'd go with the best player, and they'd Bro, go with De'Aaron. De'Aaron. Yep. And that's where the wild card spot comes in and all that other yep. stuff. So uh, if they, if they're like, well, they got to have some type of representation. I think the coaches will go De'Aaron over Sabonis. Maybe. I mean, Sabonis is a, a really well-liked media player, more than more than you might think, right? I listen but this to a isn't lot of media, NBA this podcasts. is coaches. Right. I, I think there's got to be sway, though. You know, mm. like, we're all affected by what people say. Mm. Ironically, last year it was Domas who got selected and Fox got snubbed. Might be the other way Maybe around. Maybe they'll think year. of that this time. Well, we got to give De'Aaron his nod. He's... And the crazy thing is both guys are better than they were last year. I agree. But the West is stacked. The West is stacked with no, guards. I think the I, fact that Ant, I think the fact that Minnesota is is also number one team in the West. Like you'll you're giving it to Ant Man. He's come through from FIBA. He was all in the limelight from Ant-Man's FIBA. Fine. And he's been awesome. He's fine. He's fine. Who do you want to take out instead of him? Paul George. It's probably Paul George. Yeah. I think it should be Steph yeah, Curry. That's the one. Or, or I, it should be Steph Curry. If all things are equal, and now unless we're you making it, you can't leave Steph you, out. You won't, you, and you won't, you won't. But I'm just saying, if all things were equal, and we're just in the, the X factor, because you said the numbers with him and De'Aaron are virtually the same. All right, well, De'Aaron is like five spots but higher. But why is the question between De'Aaron and Steph, and not De'Aaron and Paul George? Because the Clippers have. They got their two guys in there. But, but, but why is that a rule? It's not a rule, but they're the best team in the West, in my opinion. So you can see them getting two in there. I mean, Steph, Steph, I, Steph's got a got a good season, and he's one of the greatest to ever play. That's why he's on the All Star team. Nothing else says he should be there. Also, Le- LeBron's been good, but he hasn't been great. Well, if then, you got to keep the streak, but it's the same thing as Steph, really. Yeah, and the Lakers yeah. stink. No, absolutely. Well, LeBron also got voted in and put in voted right. in by players and voted in by fans mm-hmm. and then you know media can do whatever right. they want to they're dumbasses anyways <laughs> um i hope you feel better i can feel the vibes a little off today so i hope you feel better it's it's just like a a ram, like a random aura that creates like a nausea and i know i think I that's have your i think, in, I think I that's your heat check co-host not yeah. your heat check coaster you the, bet your bet mgm co-host it's that guy yeah, he's he's an aura he's that a, gives you a sinus pain, and the tech problems, and being in a basement. Oh. Uh, we we don't have the best like technical setup. You guys are, I mean, well, I would call it leaps and bounds above our setup. Well, like you have a bathroom nearby. 
Well, we do have a bathroom nearby. Yeah. That's a that's a that's why we chose this place so we could <laughs> get to a bathroom pretty close. Uh, we love like, you, TK. It's an OSHA violation for us, honestly. To go to the bathroom? No, like well, how far away? Like I think oh, our bathroom oh. is maybe a quarter mile from. Oh well, that's our, that's excessive. Studio. Yeah, that's a lot. Damn shame. All right. We'll feel better, TK. We love hey, you. TK. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll be back. Steelo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There are people coming up here in the studio, man. Yeah, man. Got our man Joe in here, Jesse teaching everybody, Professor Tapia. Come on, man. <laughs> Lil Low, D-Lo, and Casey. Who yeah. knew? Started from the oh, bottom. Now little little, little two-hour show. Now we got now we got Professor Tapia in there. We got big boss man Charlie over there by right by the big dog's office. Come on, man. man. Look, we, we still we you know, still humble hearts. Still humble hearts. And still no one on King's TV will talk about us. Oh, wow. At least we got Jake and Sarah and Matt and, and Kevin. Yeah, man. You know, we we, we got the, 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 the news people rocking with us. It's, you know, it's whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we just, I'm just out here trying to work. I put a note in our show. That says, I have a thought on the way 49ers have played and the way it's looked at. Mm, I saw that. I was wondering what you were referring to. I have to. no clue what that means. Oh, snap. I didn't put any, oh, I didn't put any like follow-up notes to it. And I remember thinking as soon as we're done with our, our work in the morning when KSFM, you know, with, with, our, with our KSFM work in the morning, I'll get back to the rundown. And I, and I, and I didn't. I just started talking to Jesse and Charlie. And then I joined the insiders, and and I forgot what the hell was I thinking about how the 49ers have played and the way it's looked at. I don't know. I wish I could help you. I wish you could too. I will say this though. I wish I started. I wish I'd start taking more copious notes. It's it's. I will say this. It's early. I haven't really started to 
dive deep into the breakdown of this game. You know, I'm still riding high, mm-hmm. you know, having having a good time. But just a little bit, I've, I've looked at some stuff, and, and I mentioned it to TK a little bit. Chiefs are a hell of an opponent. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this, this is tough. This is tough. Mm-hmm. But offensively, they're not the same Chiefs, I don't believe. I think they, they're limited offensively. And I'm not sure. I think they're, they're better than the Packers just because Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure if they're better as a whole than the Lions offense that you just went against. Pacheco, I like him as a running back, but I don't see him doing what Gibbs and those guys did. Um, obviously, you got Kelsey, but I don't know. It feels like the other guys might be just might be manageable. They just if if you go back and look at some of their 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 point totals in the last six seven weeks of the regular season, it's mm-hmm. I, just, I I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that because you know a lot of people look at it like the the 49ers defense is just garbage and they they play terrible uh, on the first half on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I still say they did not play as bad as people make it out to be in that divisional game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're just treating it like the Niners are trash I don't, on defense. Mm-hmm. And I think they got enough to to adequately deal with the Chiefs offense. But there's always the X factor, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I think that's why for those who say – well, if you're the 49ers, you can't start the way you did these last two weeks against the Kansas City Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is on the other end. And Patrick Mahomes will make you pay for it. Or he won't. Mm. Right? To, not, not, not an indictment of Patrick Mahomes, but more co-signing what you were saying about the offense. They put up 17 against Buffalo. Like, it's not like they, it's not like they ran Buffalo out of the, <laughs> you know, out of the stadium. Not, not to interrupt you. But it's almost or like, not Buffalo, uh, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Sorry, it's almost like in that AFC Championship game. They, you know how people be scripting their plays. They be like, "These are twenty best plays. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be ready to run our twenty best plays. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that gets us up ten, and maybe we can get some field goals after that because mm-hmm. they didn't. They went scoreless in the second half. Yeah, which is why I barely not... moved the ball. They didn't even get in the field goal range or nothing. Which is why I'm not of the belief that if for whatever freaking reason the 49ers start slow, that it's going to cause some sort of insurmountable deficit. I actually expect both teams to start a bit slow. I don't care how many times Patrick Mahomes has been here. Not that entire Chiefs roster was here last year. Like there's there's going to be ner- it's the Super Bowl. No matter yeah. you you could go a hundred times. Yeah, you're gonna be you you you're gonna have those nerves. You're gonna have those jitters. Um, now it might not be as bad as it was. Uh, this past weekend, but this whole, oh, they can't possibly. Um, I said that after, you know, we said that after the Green Bay game. Well, mm-hmm. you can't start slow against Detroit. Well, guess what? They did. Yeah. You don't want them to start slow. Right. I don't want them to start slow, and they can't possibly start slow. Aren't the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, this offense has shown it can get downhill. More importantly, the defense has shown it can get downhill. And the caveat, of course, is with all due respect, I believe he's very good. Jared Goff is not Patrick Mahomes. No. No. And that's that's, that's like for all when things. you need a play to change everything, yeah. I'm more likely to bet on Patrick Mahomes giving you that mm-hmm. than Jared Goff. 
or than again, with all due respect, Jordan Love. Yeah. Or anybody. and you're right, or Josh Allen or Dak Prescott yeah. or any of those guys. He's different. He's, he's and, one of and one. Him and Kelsey in he's that one of first, one. you know, quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were phenomenal, mm-hmm. and they'll have some rest. They'll they'll be having their eyes on the prize, saying, "Man, if we get this, we become immortal," and they they're gonna be ready to go. So, like I said, I hadn't really dived in dove into the game like that, but just some you know things I heard here and there, and just thinking to myself, it's just like, yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna pick the Chiefs, though. I think the majority of people are gonna pick the Chiefs, and that's understandable. They got Patrick Mahomes, yeah, and I think, the defense is really good too. They lost. Uh, I think you picked what you though? saw. Amenahu. Yeah, uh, torn torn his ACL. Yeah, that's tough. It's yeah. a tough break. But uh, I think you pick what you what you've seen. Mm-hmm. Are the the Chiefs are already a dynasty, right? I'd say so. Even with only two, I mean they've gone to four of the last six Super Bowls mm-hmm. and, and all six game, AFC all six championships. A- yeah, it's, a... it's like Patrick Mahomes' season does are not end dynasty, before the though? end of January. Are they a dynasty though? That's what I'm asking you. I'm, I want to ask you because because now as I talk it through, I mean, if if they lost on in this Super Bowl, that's two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and you compare that to every other dynasty we call dynasty in football, they're they're starting at four. Yeah, I'm. I'm my answer is still yes. It's still a dynasty. It's a dynasty now. Um, plus, it's not over. No, no. Like as long but as, but if it if it ended now, I wouldn't. I don't know if I call him a dynasty. It's a run. The Chiefs run. No, nah, yeah, that might be a good point. If it, I, if it ended now, because yeah, they're not because they can't be the same, right? Like if we're calling the other ones dynasties, and like I said, they all start with four Super Bowl championships, and maybe you can change the parameters along the way. I I understand that. Maybe two is and two Super Bowls. And but I don't. To four but there's also, yeah. Enough. I think there's 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 that the getting to four. I think when you factor the totality, like you're getting to four, but you're also one of the final six, four teams for six straight years. All mm-hmm. six years that Patrick Mahomes is a starter, mm-hmm. you're one of the final four teams. Yeah. Four of those times you've been the final two teams. Two of the times you've been the winner. Yeah. Um, a win solidifies it. I, I think it solidifies it because oh, sure. like it's that's, that's not I four. Doubt. But it's three, yeah. and you have you know you have all those other accolades that, we just laid out. They, like I said, they become immortal if they get three, in my opinion. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we had to be quick here because we 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 talked to Tristan for so long. So we'll come back. We'll settle back into some normalcy. We'll talk more Kings basketball. I mentioned we have some Kevin Herter numbers that I wanted to throw at you. Uh, I have those in front of me now, and we'll talk about the Kings' fourth straight victory, and of course we'll look ahead to a struggling Miami Heat team who the Sacramento Kings will play tomorrow. That's all ahead here. I'm dealing with KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino. Well, that that was the thing. We may have to change the name of the show for the next stretch. D-Lo and Kenny, brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we'll be live this Friday. We'll give you all the details on that when we return here on ESPN 1320. Well, it's D-Lo and Kenny. I guess Kenny just took a little stroll. He'll return here shortly. He'll probably get stopped. You know, he's got to sign autographs for all the people in the building before he returns here. Uh, to do a show. If you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to hear from you. Apparently, my co-host isn't coming back. 916-909-1320. We've got a lot to talk about. Shout out to Katrina, who mentioned uh, our big brunch at Solomon Vinyl coming up the day before the Super Bowl. 
We haven't talked a ton about that. Obviously, there's a lot of time between now uh, and the 10th, but we're going to be at Solomon Vinyl uh, hosting our first ever R&B brunch with DJ Complex uh, and Usher's uh, DJ from Las Vegas. He's going to come through. Uh, It's going to be an amazing time. Tickets, I believe, will go on sale. I say tickets. Again, it just kind of reserves your spot upstairs uh, because Solomon Vinyl, that listening room at the very top, uh, is it's 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 space is limited, man. But we are going to have a good time the day before the Super Bowl, and more specifically, the day before Usher's halftime performance. So that's all coming up here uh, on the tenth. We hope that you could join us. Follow all of our social media accounts uh, for a chance to be a part of that. A lot of talk about this. We are about a week away. One week from this Thursday is the NBA trade deadline, and a lot of people have noticed the way Kevin Herter has been playing, so I tried to take a more specific look uh, at his numbers. And when you look back, Kevin Herter, through the first 36 games of the season, was averaging 9.5 points per game. 9.5 points through the first 36 in 22 minutes per game. In the last seven, Kevin Herter is averaging 17.7 points per game in 32 minutes. Uh, So there's obviously a huge jump in production, but there's also a huge jump in minutes played. Now there's a chicken or the egg question here. Is Kevin Herter more productive because Mike Brown is giving him more minutes or is Mike Brown giving him more minutes because Kevin Herter is more productive? I don't have the answer to that, uh, but Herter's run over the last seven games isn't your imagination. Like, he's playing really, really well. And the dynamic change, and we sometimes look at it, oh, you know, these peaks and valleys, these stretches of the season. Those are the first 36 games of the season Mm. that Kevin Herter was averaging single digits. 36 games. That is a huge chunk. That is damn near half the season. Um, and that's why also, you know, going back to some questions from yesterday, do you believe the 36 or do you believe the last seven? Because you'll be able to get eight, nine, 10 and 11. I think, I think they're every other day. Mm-hmm. If you took it all the way till right before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So let's say Kevin is 18 points per game. You trust in 11 or you trust in 36. That's the that's kind of the that's the tightrope that Monty McNair is walking here. Mm-hmm. Who do you think Kevin Herter is? And is it the guy that we're seeing right now? Is it the guy we saw at the beginning of le- at the beginning of the season or is it, you know, a, a a combination of the two? You go back and you look at last year and all of that and it's a lot for it's a lot for Monty to figure out. Yeah, and I think if I was Monty, I would probably say he's 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 both of those guys. And you've got to see how long you're going to get this. And you don't know, right? You don't know. You're definitely not going to know before February 8th. But he's a guy that can play like he's playing right now for an extended period of time. He's a guy that can play like he did at the beginning of the season for an extended period mm-hmm. of time. And it's just the risk that you kind of take with Kevin Herter. Um, but him coming out of the slump and just playing better basketball as of late mm-hmm. would probably lend credence to to just stand in pat. Mm. And, and once again, 
the other thing about this that we can't ignore, I don't think is, it's just the options aren't there. Like if you have a plethora of options, then maybe you say, you know what, I'm not going to trust this. I'm going to go with something a little more proven, a little more solid. But there's just, there's not anything there. And to get something that you're looking for, you'd probably have to do, in my opinion, way too much. And I don't think, I don't think it's it'd be worth that. Kevin Herter is also averaging forty eight percent from three mm. over these last seven games on eight attempts per game. Mm. Just incredible work uh, from Kevin Herter over the stretch. One thing I did want to look at uh, from him: it feels like his rebounding numbers have been sky high this season when in fact, or excuse me, it feels like they've been sky high over this stretch. Um, And in fact, they are up over his career average. He's at five rebounds a game over the last seven games. Uh, His average on the season is 3.8. His average on the career, his career, excuse me, is 3.5. He's doing a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even in some games where he was struggling, he was he was starting to rebound the ball better. He was being more active. Um, all of this is a long statistical way of saying I love the way that Kevin Herter is playing right now. The Kings are clearly a a better team uh, when he's playing the way that he is. Some of those games that he was really good in, it's super unfortunate. It was Milwaukee, uh, Phoenix, like those were two games that Kevin Herter was really good in, and they were they were both L's. What was um. The other game, Indiana, I think, right? Didn't he have 30 or something in Indiana? Indiana, I think. We, we were talking about that yesterday. I think he had 31. Yeah. Let me confirm. Yeah, he had 31. Uh, 7 of 12 from 3 in that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, the, the, those, are, those, are, those are three losses right there. I stand corrected. He didn't play particularly great versus the Suns. Had 10 points in that one, but had 26 versus Milwaukee. Mm. 26 and 10. Wow. Oof, man. Wow. Um, yeah, I just – and it's what we talked about when they were – slumping a little bit before right if you could get something from one of the two starters Mm -hmm. it would I feel like it would drastically change this team and and I should say something from one of the two starting positions because if you made a trade Mm -hmm. or if you kept those guys you just need production from one of those two guys they were giving you nights where you know they would combine for five points you know, they, w- they wouldn't shoot when talking about Herder and Barnes. And I was like, man, I-, I like to see what this team would look like if one of those two guys, if not both of them, started to play well. And lo and behold, right now, they both started to play well. Seems on a four-game winning streak. Even if you go back to just my thing of how they're playing, starting with, you know, Milwaukee or starting on that road trip when they were in Charlotte or whatever. They just started to play a better brand of basketball. And I think ultimately something like that will lead to more and more wins, which we're seeing now with this four-game winning streak. Yeah, four-game winning Yeah, four games. So, yeah, just – and I don't think we were asking a lot. I don't think people were asking a lot. Just one of you guys give me what you've, you know, given over the course of your career. 11, 12 points a night, like our true 11, 12 points a night, not 12 points a night because you had 24 one night and zero the next. Mm-hmm. Truly like, hey, I'm giving you 12 to 15 every night. And that's that's really what these guys have done um, in the last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, and you mentioned it. The Kings have won four straight, of course, the fourth being uh, last night in Memphis. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't uh, what everyone was hoping. There were no no Chris Duarte minutes or Kessler Edwards minutes. Um, Nice little dose of JaVale McGee in there. Shout out JaVale. Uh, But it, in fact. Sneaky been playing all right lately. Every time he gets in there. JaVale been playing fine. I like JaVale. I ain't got no problem with the JaVale minutes. I'm all for JaVale minutes. Uh, but the Kings win a 103-94 game, and some people just aren't happy with the way it looked. <laughs> and I just can't stress this enough. I do not care how the game looked. The Sacramento Kings won their fourth straight game, and the first thing DeMontis said after the game was over on television was, yeah, that wasn't acceptable. We, we didn't come out prepared. We didn't come out ready, and that wasn't, that's, that's just not acceptable. And, you know, you could talk about missed shots and missed threes, and you talked about that earlier. This game really boiled down to the fact that it was close simply because the Kings couldn't hit threes last night. They were 0 for 10 in the first quarter. They couldn't get anything going in that sense. And again, you break this down by quarters, we're just talking about one bad quarter, and it was the first one. Right. They outscored the Grizzlies 29-17, 28-21, and 28-23 in the remainder of the quarters. But what stands out is the 19 turnovers. Like, mm-hmm. and some of them were, some of them were just flat out dumb. Yeah. They were just dumbass turnovers, and that is where the Domas line comes into play. You miss shots, you miss shots. That's the league. You throw the ball out of bounds when you're just bringing it up the floor. It's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 that is a preparation problem. That's a preparation problem, or more more maybe maybe more accurately stated, it's a focus problem. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no. There is no reason two NBA players like De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes have that exchange they had in the fourth quarter where they Harrison they, they, they basically just threw the ball out of bounds. Harrison lost it trying to get the ball. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that? I think Davion, Davion was trying to make a play, but he wound up just standing out of bounds with the ball. Hmm. Yeah, and those yeah, things this are ain't frustrating. It. Yeah, this ain't it. It's frustrating to see that because those are unforced errors. Those are, yeah. those are things that like you're not necessarily – in control of your made threes, right? You could do everything the exact same as you do every time you shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. You missed that one. You might miss it. Yeah. But you're in control of the quality of pass mm-hmm. that you make to your teammate uh, and taking care of the basketball. And that's what's, that's what's pretty frustrating in those in, in games like last night. Um, I saw something that was interesting, though, and I just want to get your thoughts on this because I didn't, I didn't even think about this. Like, I didn't look at it this way but our guy Hunter Patterson of the mm-hmm. Athletics says the Kings have held opposing teams to 44% from the field on their current four game winning streak that's good for a league low during that stretch so do you watch them have they, you watched them and felt like the defense has picked up at all or well I, I know last night they held Memphis scoreless for like Three minutes, four minutes, the, like the final stretch of the game, like Memphis didn't score. Um, I no, <laughs> I haven't, but I, I more in the sense of it's hard to look at that Warriors game and go, "Whew, man, what a defensive job by Sacramento!" Hmm. They only gave up 133. <laughs> Boy, that's good stuff right there. But I have watched, and may, this is my fault in the way I'm watching the game. Keegan on Steph in that one. Mm-hmm. And then Keegan on Luca in the next one. And I thought they were really good. They, the Kings, specifically Keegan, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good defensively against Luka Doncic on, on that Saturday game. Yeah. 
Um, but no, to to your to, to to answer your question direct, I hadn't equated that to the way that the Sacramento Kings were playing defense. I equated that more to the way that Keegan Murray was playing defense, right? Which yeah, isn't fair. I, I I didn't think that way either about oh they're locking up right now or anything else like that. But you know the numbers bear that out. Yeah, I mean, good, and it's better when they're putting up points to go with it. Yes. Like if you're if you're if you're you know making life difficult for Luca, cool cool cool. Mm-hmm. Get above one fifteen though. Mm-hmm. They were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're and that's the thing. Uh, that's, if you're, to me, that's always going to be the thing. If you're giving up one hundred and thirty three to the Warriors, that's fine <laughs> as long as you score one hundred thirty four. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, I, I need I need this team to score. That's that's just my thing with them. If they score, uh, they'll be special. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 